Hello and welcome back to another Buffy podcast. I'm Trevor. And I'm Kristen. And we are going to geek out about Angel. Today's episode is season two, episode seven, Darla. Woohoo! So much, Darla. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> I am just such a huge fan. I, I'm so much more a fan of Darla in all of my rewatches. Like, my, mm. my, my love of her grows every time I rewatch. Like, the first yeah. time I watched the show, because we talked about it where when she first, when they first revealed her in season one, I was just like, who? Yeah. And then uh and then as the story happened, I was like, this is a really great story, but I wasn't really connected with Darla. And then the more I rewatch it, I'm just like I'm like, oh man, this is yeah. you know, I absolutely adore her in every in every aspect of all this whole journey. I'm just like, I love this so much. A hundred percent. I also think it's really funny because I rem- I was just a Buffy watcher at first, so it was way later that I watched Angel. Like I don't think I watched it until season five was airing. Um, oh wow. But I remember always getting to Fool for Love, which is the episode from last week, and being yeah. like, God, that's weird. What so weird to bring that actress back for like just essentially like, like being <laughs> off screen like the whole time. And I was like, so that's so bizarre. And then I finally watched Angel and I was like, oh, it oh, makes so much sense now. <laughs> they basically shot like a whole episode yeah. of the flashbacks, like and yeah. then sprinkled it throughout these. This is also like, oh, well, so for anybody listening along and not following along, this is the episode where. Darla starts to struggle with her humanity. Angel wants to help her. And we do a lot of the flashbacks. That's the Angel Darla side of the Fool for Love Spike story that he was telling. Um, Not for nothing. You said she's struggling with her humanity. She is also struggling with tertiary syphilis. We can't let that go either. We haven't revealed yet. So I I was just like. (laughs) The symptoms are there. Oh, no, they are. And, well, and she, like, even when she says, like, I can feel the yeah. soul, it's like, it's not the soul you're feeling. She also says, <laughs> I, I can feel you're... this body dying. Yeah, yeah, and right. Like... And she attributes it to the soul. Yeah. And I'm like, actually. And there's a lot going on. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's funny. I forgot that she doesn't, re- like, we don't learn that in this episode. Um, But I had a thought about your thought in Fool for Love during the ending of this episode, which we'll get to. Mm. But um, I think... What were we saying? We were saying uh, this episode. What were we saying before I broke it down? What the episode was? <laughs> I don't remember. Something about something about Darla. Yeah. Oh name. yeah. This just this this being the whole this the whole flat. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's what I was saying. Um, I love this type of crossover so much, and I'm oh, so yeah. sad that we didn't get a lot more of it. Like yeah. they did. I think they did one of these in season one, but it was very vague, limited and vague. Um, And this is like, I feel like there is such a pool of stories to tell in those. What did we say? It was like 30 years that they were together. The three, the do, the trio or the the, the four of them, all of them, all four of them. It's only 20 years. Or 20 years. Like, yeah. we have a pool of stories yeah. to pull from that you could have happen over these two. Because it's such a great way. I think the reason I love it is such a great way to definitely tie it as a crossover, but mm-hmm. not have the characters come over. I think it's so fun because you can have the Spike aspect bringing us. You can tell a story of Spike over on Buffy. And you can tell the story of Angel 
on Angel and then have the flashbacks be the thing that connects the episodes. It's so, to me, it's so fascinating. I'm like, this is building out this world and this lore and I get to see all this cool shit with all these amazing characters. Like it's, I totally, I I totally agree. And I think that like, if I'm being honest, only really season five of Angel tries to do that again, like for the Mm -hmm. most part. And it's also just like silly stuff. And it's again, only in that one episode like where we get on the nazi u-boat and it's sort of like (laughs) because there's just like a really weird like 10 second shot of drusilla and spike being beatniks in the 50s and i'm just like i want more of (laughs) that like where's the rest of that how did that happen how did he wrangle drusilla enough (laughs) so that she would be wearing period appropriate clothing and just like chilling at a coffee house like there's how it's it's almost like they were too afraid yeah like they they dangled these things they're like we don't actually know how they got here so we can't do any more than this yeah (laughs) just make something up i mean for crying out loud there's so much um so anyway so we open on angel drawing darla i do i it's one of my favorite things that angel's like a really good artist i think it's just it's Eh. interesting (laughs) <laughs> it is also i also love the comparison of like angel is like a class it looks like a classically trained artist and yeah. then spike's drawing of angel is hysterical <laughs> like, like a cartoon. it is, it is a, <laughs> so funny um and so uh wesley creeps in on him and points out like you are obsessed you're sure there's nothing on your mind that is to say nothing you'd like to perhaps Share? Nope. Really? Yeah. Like there's there are hundreds of crumpled up papers of Darla on the ground, um, and Angel's like Angel looks at it like, oh yeah, because at first he's just annoyed with Wesley, and then yeah. he's just like, you're not wrong. I'm well, I, something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's also like Wesley is legitimately concerned. He's like, yeah. are you all right? And Angel's like, yeah, I'm fine. And he's like, okay, but like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. And Wesley won't let it go because he doesn't believe him. He's like, I right. don't think you are okay. And all evidence supports right. my feeling. Like, well, look at the floor Wesley of your room. Because Wesley sees the floor before yeah. us. He's like, you're insane. Crazy. Um, I think also what's interesting, too, is for what happens in a few episodes um, in Angel versus Angel Investigations, this, like, there's such a build up to it. Yeah. Like, all of the concern and worry and talks to Angel is happening so much over all of the episodes. Because I remember being stunned mm-hmm. when it happened. I was like, oh. and then when you rewatch, you're just like, oh, they're definitely like leading. They're, they're, there's a divide yeah. that's just happening over these episodes. And you don't realize what it is uh, until it happens, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is fascinating. And then we cut to Darla. With bloody wrists, I always misread it as she tried to kill herself, but yeah. it's because she shattered the mirrors. It's weird how she's sitting and everything too, because she's yeah. like sitting with her arms like splayed Out, in such a yeah. way that it's like <laughs> you do think that's what happened. And I'm like, that feels so weird though, especially considering where she lands at the end of this episode. Like, why yeah. would she go immediately to killing herself? There's no way. And yeah. so it's like, then you sort of realize that she smashed all the mirrors in the house and you're like, okay, fine. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. can be with someone for 150 years. Think you know him. Still doesn't work out. And jealous. 
Oh, you should have seen us together. He was a different person then. And so was I. Now do you know what we've become? Enemies. Oh no. Much worse. Now we're soulmates. <laughs> Which I think is fascinating. Yeah. Because it is it is true. It's like like they she and Angel have been together the longest of any relationship on this show. Yeah. And they both now have souls. They both have now gone through, and the only difference is obviously that she's human, mm -hmm. but they both have gone through this thing of being a monstrous vampire, getting a soul, and having to grapple with everything that they did. And I think it is so interesting how much they have in common and like how how drawn they are to each other. Yeah, 100%. Because you, you see it you see it with them as vampires and as we've established it's like it's not just a completely different person. It's not like Darla and Angelus were together and Angel and Darla just barely know each other. It's like right. no, no, they're basically the same. They're you know, the same enough, with, yeah. Yeah, they're the same enough um just with, you know, inhibition and and more morality and things yeah. like that so um i think it's just truly fascinating that's why i think that's why i love this storyline the most it I, I have to see as we're critically watching it if i stick with that but i feel like this is my favorite storyline of the series i think um, so too i think i agree with that as well and i i did want to say something else to kind of go back to what you said before about how they've been planting the seeds of the thing that's coming in a couple episodes for like the whole season, not only is the angel and Darla and then like specifically Darla herself, like my favorite plot line of angel, like all five seasons, but I think it's also best plotted as yeah. well. Like there's so many things that kind of come out of nowhere and you're like, I beg your pardon. Like right. the whole <laughs> season five to like this yeah. the twist of season five, like the twist yeah. that instigates season five and then the twist at the end of season five. Both of those. I'm like, this is just because you didn't have anything else to do. Like, yeah, I, I can like tell this. that you just were like, sure, like, let's spin a wheel and figure out what comes. <laughs> what if this? But it's like because we introduced Darla again in the season one angel finale and the repercussions of her character continue on this show until the end of it. I think that that is really that just like speaks to a lot of on purpose plotting. Yeah. That I think is really important. Yeah, there there it's interesting because you watch all this and you're like you see all of these pillars getting set up to be knocked down. Yeah. For a reason. Like you're mm -hmm. like I you're saying this and you're doing this and you're this is moving here because all like everything that happens over the first half of this season is so clearly set up. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's just, it's yeah, like you said, it's just wonderfully plotted. Um, and then we go to 1609 Virginia Colony, Darla getting the leech treatment and... Uh, obviously I, and the so, best treatment for syphilis. Yeah, it really, really helps. Unbelievable. Um, obviously the best treatment for anything. Uh, I love that Darla, even or whatever her name was mm -hmm. back then, didn't even want to see the sun as human. She's like, I hate the idea of dying on a in sunny the day sunlight. Or yeah, yeah, um, which I think is fascinating. And then the master shows up. And we well, get the master. Also, if you think about it, she has to have already been largely nocturnal. She is a prostitute. Yeah, she's like always at yeah. night. Yeah, interesting. 
Is it? Yeah, she's just a she's such a fascinating character. Uh, and then he turns Darla. Um, I was I was mistaken yesterday when we were talking about Fool for Love because I was like I think that Angel's the only one that didn't ask for consent. For yeah, consent. And the master. Didn't the master either. doesn't really, but it's yeah. like it's clear that Darla's like down for it. But yeah, he he it, with the master he basically implies like I I can help you and then does it anyway. Yeah, I know you. I came to you last night. I sang to you from that window. Mm. I remember now. Your death? No. What then? I'm your savior. God never did anything for you. But I will. But there is something interesting with the master which we'll get to. Um, later, which I think is fascinating. Um, But he, yeah, he definitely does turn her uh, just, you know, because I think he's, he's much like Darla watched Angelus. He's been watching her and he's Mm -hmm. like, there's something special about her. Um, And he's right. Uh, And Cordy and Wes. So then we come back to Cordy and Wes trying to take, talk Angel out of helping Darla. I love that Cordy suggests. How about we cruise around with the top down and you take big whiffs. It's and it. She's so serious. She's like, well, I don't mean during daylight. Yeah. Like she's so serious about it. <laughs> Just take but a big also, whiff. <laughs> right. <laughs> but also, Wes is so condescending when Gunn's like, well, they probably put her up. She, uh, or she, they they probably have a system for out of towners. And Wes's like, well, she's hardly an out of towner. And yeah. Gunn's like, right, but she has to stay somewhere. Yeah. And you're gonna tell me lawyers aren't gonna find a way to write that off? And they're all immediately like, holy shit, you're right. And yeah, I'm like, he's yeah, not he an idiot. <laughs> He's Come like on, a he's like a decently smart person, <laughs> yeah. and also she's technically like the world's biggest out of towner because she used to be dead. Right, like this is <laughs> like she's not just on. staying in an office. You fucking dipshits. So yeah, I love that gun kind of wakes them up to like yeah, there's a procedure that you would have to go through. I'm sure they did that. Um, also, gun is now officially part of the team. Like last episode, he came in because Angel's like help me break into. Uh, Wolfram and Hart, and it was a whole thing. But now he's just like, he's in every scene. He's just there. Yeah. Which is like, this is kind of where he becomes part of the team, which helps build to the thing that happens in a few episodes. Yep. Um, and then Angelus meets the master. This is the part that I wanted to talk about. Um, first of all, love the Irish accent. Nailed it. So Darla here tells me you're some sort of master. God, it's awful. <laughs> it's so I bad. It. I love I, it so much. <laughs> I also was doing some math and it was seven years after Angel got turned before they went and met the master. Yeah. That seems like a long time. It does. I Well, I think because it's I think back then it was a lot more just going out and doing things and maybe she didn't want to like pressure Angel with like a yeah. now we have to be his lackeys. And it was less like them all cowering to the master daily in season one is a lot more because the master's trapped, yeah. in my opinion. And here it's like the master's free to do whatever he wants. So they don't all have to just like stay there and meet him. But it is interesting that it's seven years. But it also plays to, into what I was um, going to say about this, which is it's fascinating that Angelus doesn't give a shit. He clearly doesn't care about his own life. Right. Um, because he's like that, you know. This master could kill him, or he's confident enough that he thinks he could take on the master. Um, but I also love that the master lets them go. 
because mm-hmm. the master could the master loves Darla like a daughter mm-hmm. for as, in in whatever capacity he's capable of love. Like yeah. I don't think he's he's got anything in him like Spike does no. or even or even like Angel does, but he's got a compassion for Darla, which I think is fascinating. And the fact that he lets them leave and and it's it's glib. He's like they won't last a century, and he's not wrong or or 250 years take your pick yeah (laughs) i also what i do find interesting which i i just looked up the timeline of the of the the vampires is always really interesting to me spike was born 100 years exactly after angel was sired yeah that's bonkers right does that Why not is that feel? Bonkers? I don't know. It feels bonkers. <laughs> He's just a little baby. He's just a tiny. Like when they, when it's seventeen sixty. Yeah. Oh wait, no, not seventeen. My bad. I am doing math incorrectly. I keep on being like that's so close to when Spike was sired, but it's like a hundred years after. Sorry, I was doing yeah. some math right and some math wrong. It just feels <laughs> that feels on purpose, like a whole yeah. century. Like they were Spike and or um. Angel and Darla were together for a hundred years, an entire century. Yeah. Before, even almost before they got Drusilla. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's just so much. The depth that, of their relationship is yeah. so, so I th- much. I truly think we were robbed of a lot more yeah. digging into it. Because I don't think it was just, it's because every time they tell the stories, it's always this interesting stuff. Even in season five, when they do the whole thing with, uh, with um the immortal mm-hmm. and and the him and Spike and the Drusilla and Darla of it all like that even yeah. though it was just like this random story that was played for jokes and all you know all the problematic stuff of that episode aside I just like every time they dig into it I'm like I want so much more of this yeah. like I could watch a whole series of just literally their entire journey it's so interesting that's the thing and I think part of the reason why I don't like Angel as much as I like. Buffy the TV show is that like I kind of don't I mean obviously I do sometimes but like especially when we get episodes like this I kind of don't give a crap about the detective agency I'm just like how do we wrap everything back around to like something that happened in the 300 years you've been alive like can we can we do (laughs) that that? can we get back to that like (laughs) I really like that format (laughs) yeah um and so yeah so basically the master's like you think she's gonna choose you she's been with me and then that's where the master realizes that darla has chosen angelus and he lets it happen because he could just kill them both and have his or at least angel yeah at least angel like could have saved us all a lot of trouble he he, it's kind of like the if you love them let them go and they'll come back to you and she does come back to the master um eventually and so i i just thought that i think that's really interesting uh, Angel and Wes. Angel realizes he didn't even know Darla's real name because apparently Darla wasn't a common name till a hundred years after she was born, which yeah. is interesting. Um, and then Wesley lets Angel. Know, it's interesting. Wesley lets Angel know that uh, that this could have been their plan. Yeah. Angel, I don't suppose it occurred to you that this might be why they've brought her back. You have all your attention focused on finding this one woman. <laughs> So you think Wolfram and Hart went through all this trouble just to keep me distracted? Take me out of the game? It is possible. And if that's the case, it's working. Yeah, well, it's also like that's been going on for weeks now. Like, yeah. like he's been this distracted for weeks. And it's also 
like when he was so obsessed with finding Dieta Kramer, like that that's this is not even the first time that Wesley has been like, This is on purpose, dude. What are you thinking of? Right. It's it's great. Um and shocking that Angel hasn't thought about it. Uh then Lindsay and Darla. Darla is cracking up and Lindsay realizes this was part of the plan. Oh yeah, Dar so Darla's losing it. And um, And also Lindsay brought her to work. Lindsay brought her to work and what's his name? What's the boss's name? Holland. Holland. Holland is like basically reveals like, oh, this is exactly what we planned. Yeah. As much as he can reveal, because he's definitely about to play Lindsay too. Um and so Lindsay's like worried. Because Lindsay is just like a little baby boy. He's just Dude. And he also is like <laughs> I think he's also falling exactly into traps that have been set because he's like convinced he's in love with Darla. Which is so, I don't know how to process that. No. I'm like, why? Like, like when he goes in to kiss her later, I'm oh like, oh my God. How how did you think that you got here naturally? Why, yeah. How are we? <laughs> it's like, it's very clearly... He's being set up both by Darla and by Wolfram and Hart. And yeah. so it's like the fact that he feels I, I don't mind that he feels like an affinity for her or like a connection to her. He's been her handler this whole time. You know, he wants to protect her. He, he tells Holland he's like, something's wrong with her. I didn't feel right leaving her alone. And Holland is like, oh, yes, things are progressing much more rapidly than we anticipated. And it's just like, right. so you clearly have a plan. And even though Lindsay's very smart, he's not smart enough to be like, I am part of the plan as well. Like, he's still too trusting of Wolfram and Hart right. for some reason. Well, I, I think and, and I don't think it's out of character. I think it's very much especially with what he said to Angel in the end of season one, like I think he very much is someone who seeks to be loved because, yeah. you know, and so his entire, he's constantly seeking approval from Holland, seeking love from other people. He's seeking approval from Angel. Like, yeah. like in the later half of the series, he's, as much as he hates him, he's definitely wants that respect and love mm -hmm. and his shock at the, in the finale, series finale, like all of that. Like, I think he, that's why I, I really, really love Lindsay's story because it's so tragic mm -hmm. and such a roller coaster where you're just like, this, at some parts where you're like, this poor kid is just being used by everybody and yeah. he's so like just seeking approval, but also he's doing a lot of really bad shit and you're like, stop. What are you well, doing? yeah, yeah, you're totally right. It's, I think he's seeking approval, but it's also like he's he's looking for it in all the wrong places because he's never received it from the right place before. Exactly. Yeah. And so he doesn't know what it's supposed to be like. So he's just li literally looking at like every man in his life and being like, yeah. do you like me now? <laughs> is is yeah. this good enough? Oh, <laughs> uh, dad. Um and then we go to a flashback where Darla and Jealous and Drusilla. When I bit into him, I could hear the ocean. Of course you could. I love Darla being annoyed with Drusilla so much. Um, also, though, she's just I, like, I buy that. He was a sailor. I buy yeah, that, that Drusilla could hear the ocean. Although they are, <laughs> yeah. they are in England. Or they, yeah. I guess they're in London. That's not on the ocean, but... But she, it's, I don't know, Dar Darla, <laughs> Darla just being like, why are we stuck with this psychopath? I also, there's a moment in this scene where they, they like tell her like, why don't you make someone like make yourself someone to play yeah. with or whatever. And she says, I could be your mummy. Yeah. Is what she says to Darla, which yeah, keep, that keep that in, in the back burner. <laughs> 
I also love that she calls her grandmother and Darla's like, please stop Don't calling me that. Don't call me that. <laughs> please, let's not. Um, and then uh, Angel Investigations talks. Oh, and then also in that scene, I think, uh, is when it's, they bump into Spike. It's the mirror scene of the Fool for Love one. Because like, we just follow yeah, Spike we follow in Spike, Fool for Love. And then here we yeah. re- realize that he bumped into them. Um, Angel Investigations talking about Darla's potential spot where she lives. And Cordy totally found her. Um, and I love that Wes and Angel are like super impressed. And Angel's like giddy. Ex- yeah. He like grabs it. He's ready to go. And they're like, it's the middle of the day. Probably a good idea since it's one o'clock in the afternoon and that address is in Sun Valley. Right. <laughs> Sun. Actually, I was thinking Valley. I mean, why go there if you don't have to? Yeah. <laughs> That's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh, Lindsay walks in on Darla. He calls her name. She's weirded out by it because she doesn't remember who she was. Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, obviously Spike and Angel, she, she was she was around a lot longer than Spike and Angel, but Spike and Angel remember who they were. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is she was so almost at, she was at death's doorstep. Yeah. And she so, had syphilis that messes up your brain. <laughs> right. Exactly. I was just like, she doesn't remember who she is because she was barely mm-hmm. functioning when she died. So when she turned, like, she yeah. just doesn't even. Also- Again, she was a prostitute in the Virginia colony. There's no way she was using her real name at the right. brothel. You know what I mean? Yeah, she so probably, like years of pretending to yeah. be someone else and then dying of something that was just basically taking her body apart. And, and then, then she centuries of she's being like, Darla. Yeah, it's she's like, like, I don't give a shit, yeah. whatever that is. Um it's it, it's interesting uh, just to see the difference in the way all of them relate back to who they were before. Uh, and then Lindsay, oh yeah, we already did that. Darla knows Lindsay wants her, uh, mm-hmm. and he's he's intrigued and confused. But then like it's just so weird because she's like, "Why haven't you kissed me?" That you know you think I worried about consent when I was a vampire, and that was his like green light to just do. I was like, what? <laughs> Uh, I don't think that's the response. I don't think that's the thing that we should be doing here. All right, look, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I am very pro safe sex work. Like, do that. But I also think that just was kind of like the vibe in the writer's heads where they were like, well, she's a prostitute, so she doesn't care about consent. And it's like, I mean, that doesn't totally check out. But it's it, it it runs me the wrong way. It does to like, me I as well. Like, I think also maybe if they had spent not that necessarily that I wanted this, but if they if they had spent more time on Les uh, Lindsay, I was about to call him Leslie again. <laughs> if they spent more time on Lindsay and Darla's relationship flourishing, building up, like to we here. were with yeah. them, and you see the sexual tension and them talking to each other, and like you feel a connection, and then. When she says, why haven't you kissed me? He's like, I didn't think you wanted me to. Then it would feel earned because yeah. it's like, oh, well, you guys have something. And when you bring it up, he's like, oh, well, I just didn't know. I didn't want to like step on your coming into life thing. Yeah. And then, but the fact that we don't get any of that, you just have him longing for her. And she's like, seems so disinterested in him. It's so disinterested. Other than that, playing him. That's the thing is like, at no point has has she even been like trying to sell this like storyline going forward? And she also has like not taken any comfort from him or anything like it's very, and they've only had a handful of scenes together and you could have done something with that, but they really just didn't like build it up enough 
for yeah. for this to really be worth it. So because it's like at the core of it, I'm not disinterested in a Lindsay pining for Darla and Darla using him storyline, but it's not built up enough to make it worth it. Yeah, to, to like it's, make it's it almost, worth the screen time they devoted to it. It reminds me of White Lotus season two, uh, where he's like, "I am, I'm very into uh, wounded birds, mm. and the prostitute is just like taking advantage of him." And yeah. you're just like, "I see," and I feel like if this one, if they spent more time on this story, mm-hmm. it could have been that where you're just yeah. like, "You are getting taken for a ride, dude." But this just happens out of nowhere. You're like, "What?" Is okay. this now? <laughs> I, first of all, I'm going to go on a little tangent because I love that you said that about White Lotus season two, because I also yeah. said that about White Lotus season two while we were covering it on yeah. our YouTube show. And I was like, yeah. I was like, she is playing him for sure. I was like, all of these sweet nothings she's whispering back to him are absolutely false. And yeah. I got raked over the coals in our comments people were like she's changing her mind she loves albie and i was like she is a sex worker and he (laughs) is rich and he's naive and he's on vacation and she's gonna take him for all he's worth and she did and she did it's funny i know spoiler (laughs) alert for anybody who hasn't watched it i was i was actually to continue the tangent on white lotus i my wife and I both were, my wife was full on with you, uh, where like the very, very next time that they were together, she's like, oh, she's just, she's trying to play him. Yeah. And I was like, I at first was just like, well, maybe not because we did have, they ver- were very purposeful in that one scene where she talked to her friend saying, I don't like, this can't be my life. I don't mm-hmm. want to be stuck being a sex worker forever. Like there has to be something more. And I was like, are they teasing that she's going to want to get out of it? And this is her way out. Yeah. But then I literally thought about it for more than five seconds. It was like, well, that's not the, that's not the dipshit that you get out of this life with. No. And then, and then the more she like played into his stuff, I was like, oh, this is a fucking get. She yeah. is about to make some money. And when he's like, I'm not a Mark, I was like, my friend. You are. <laughs> you and are I just a like, Mark. Because that's also the thing about him as a character. I, th- I don't, if you're gonna, you're probably gonna cut this when it comes to edit it, but it's like, that's the thing about him as a character is like once she tells him that she's a sex worker, he like, he bends over backwards to like act okay with it yeah. so that he could be a nice guy still. Yeah. And it's like, meanwhile, <laughs> you're not a nice guy. Like <laughs> you're ah! it like was breaking my brain. The comments we were getting. There. I don't know why you guys don't like Albie. And I was like, cause he sucks. <laughs> He's not a good guy. I, I didn't like him from the, from the dinner that he had with Portia with Portia is her name. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, when he when he told her I really like wounded birds and went, I don't trust you at all. No, like, and the I'm... Porsche slut shaming comments that we got oh, too, yeah. like she just wanted to like get railed, and I was like, yeah, she was very upfront about that from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, like there, what is wrong with that? That's literally <laughs> like... what she said she wanted. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, that was a fun of, tangent. Yeah, I'm so glad you guys. Tangent. I didn't know you and Stacy watched that show, so I'm yeah, glad we, we could talk. About we it. watched it because everybody was raving about mm-hmm. it. So, um, so yeah, that's right. That I get a vibe of that with Lindsay and Darla, but they it's just not nearly as fleshed out as it is yeah. on White Lotus. Um, flashback to killing the uh the family of the girl <laughs> i feel bad saying the name because it's it's you know obviously inappropriate now to say but <laughs> yes <laughs> but killing yeah. the family of the girl that yes, angel killed that yeah. gave him the soul <laughs> yes <laughs> and no we could call them romani they're, <laughs> yeah, they're there we go. romani <laughs> um 
I love that. I There's two things that I love in this. One is I love the childlike confusion of Drusilla. Yeah. Angelus has gone all the way. Where is he? Drusilla? The camp. Go on. Kill things. He shall be very cross if he finds we had a lovely mass slaughter without him. Like, she's worried that Angel's going to be upset that he's missing out on this. She mm-hmm. still doesn't quite understand what's happened to Angel. She also says and she can't feel him, right? Yeah, yeah, which is so fascinating. Like, he's gone then, away or something like that? Yeah, and then I also love the fact that there was potential for him to have his soul removed, and Spike ruined it. Mm-hmm. Your wife and daughters will die tonight without my protection. But if you do as I say, your family can live. What? I think that's so fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a joke thing that they just write off as a joke, but it's so fascinating that, like, yeah. all of this could have been avoided and it could have well... just been Angelus and Darla forever had she just, like, convinced him, like, oh, I'll save your family. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like like the father might have been intractable. Like, I don't know that he would have given in. I think he would have forced Darla to kill him anyway. Um, But because also, like, say that's true and say they removed his soul right then and, like, he never, you know, got it back or whatever and they just, like, kept on going. I don't think any part of... either show could exist you know what i mean right yeah yeah so it's it's one of those things that's like if you change that one thing then the show ceases to exist the way i don't i i don't want it to have i just think it's so fascinating that spike like i i personally believe he because in they did this soul thing as retribution and it was definitely new and fresh like when Jenny's uncle shows up. Mm-hmm. It's centuries of their family saying this vampire deserves to suffer for eternity. Yeah, and so they. It's that's that's one of those things. Like in I don't know how much of Doctor Who you've seen, where there's the episode where he comes in on these warring families, and when he travels back to what started it, it was just a misunderstanding. Yeah, and it caused all that like through generations, it caused all these clones and whatever to basically build up such hate. And vitriol yeah. towards each other. Avatar Last Airbender did it too, where it's just like something so dumb can cause generations of hate. So I feel like in this moment with Darla, it's so fresh that it could be like, I want to save my family. Fuck, like, fuck all of this. Yeah, yeah, here, I'll take a soul away. Even though, you know, Darla and them would definitely kill them all anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I think in the moment it would have been successful. I just think it's so interesting that, that there's that no Spike... That there's no chance. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I there's a couple of things too, because wasn't there like a, when again, when Jenny's uncle comes doesn't he say something about a favorite daughter so like maybe spike did them a favor because (laughs) like you just have to walk around the rest of your life knowing that like Uh, you you were not the favorite daughter (laughs) if they did it to any of our other daughters it would be fine fine. (laughs) um and then at angel investigations angel says she's smashing mirrors i thought this was interesting and she's Mm -hmm. smashing mirrors because of her soul and Cordy's like, well, you don't do that. And he's like, I don't have to see myself. I don't I'm, have to I'm look like, at me. Yeah. That's super, super fascinating. It is really um, fascinating. It is also one of those things that like the more modern technology we get, the less it makes sense to me because it's like he can be photographed and mirrors are not made with silver anymore, which is like the yeah. lore is that you can't see yourself because it's silver backed. Yeah. So I do. I am sort of like, really? Listen, not Kristen, even, like, not don't even, like, break modern, it. Not even like modern mirrors. Are you sure? Sure? No. You 100% sure? <laughs> Are you sure? 
Uh, yeah, we'll just say that whenever whenever there's slip ups and you see angel and reflections, they're like, yeah. no, 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 well, it just doesn't have silver in it. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> that's just like a that's a newfangled mirror. That's a new mirror. Well, and that's why um, cameras work now because or like digital cameras because it's not there's not a mirror inside. Right. Like yeah. getting in. Yeah. Um uh and then I love Cordelia answers the phone. Angel. Cordy, please, I'm talking. Hi, Darla. He can't talk right now. He'll call you back once he's found you. Yeah, okay. Bye bye. Darla? <laughs> he's like, shit, wait. He's um, just like, Cord- he. he's so dismissive like that kind of a lot. And yeah. every time he does it, I'm like, haven't you learned your lesson by yeah. now? Like, come on. I mean, I know it's the writers doing the, for of course, setting up yeah. the bit, but like, it's, it's always great. I, and Cordelia is great in this episode. Yeah. She's, I fucking love her. Um, Darla and Angel talk. Lindsay shows up on the phone. Lindsay shows up. There's a scuffle. He just hears fighting and a gunshot. Uh, and then we cut to Lindsay watching the security footage and Holland saying like, we notified his family. We found her. She's being taken care of. And he basically implies like, we're going to kill Darla, um, which is Holland playing Lindsay. And then Angel goes to help. Uh, Wes tries talking him out of it. Uh, and what, so what's interesting about this moment is Angel says, Angel says, and I also know what she was going through. And unlike me, maybe she won't have to go through it alone. You're not alone. And while I do like Cordelia's offense and worry and you're not alone, because I think it plays to the bigger theme of the season. Like, mm-hmm. you have us. What are you talking about? And and the look on her face is more like, do we need to talk? What's going on? Why do you feel alone? But the other problem, the problem that I have with it is like, he's very clearly talking about when the it fact first that he, happened. Yeah, when it yeah. first happened. Like, he's not saying, I'm going through this alone now. I went through it alone, which Wesley clarifies in his next line yeah. when he's like, You spent a hundred years not seeking redemption. Yeah. Which is also another super fascinating thing to just like totally. canonize. Yeah. Like, he was just out there fucking around, which we see in flashbacks. Sometimes, he, some of it, yeah. Which I also need to talk about in depth. I know I have so much to say in this episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love Cordelia's, I love the theme and Cordelia's reaction, but I feel like it's misplaced and I feel like she's smart enough to know what I agree. he meant. Yeah. It feels like a weird bit that it's so, it's a funny thing because it's like, I love it so much, but it is also super weird where I'm like, this doesn't fit, but I do like this performance. Yeah. So I don't know how to fix this. Um, Wesley points out that he didn't see redemption. We talked about that. And so in 1900 China, Angel shows up super dirty, <laughs> dirty ass hands on her face. Uh, um, yeah. And he wants, he wants to go back to the way things were because he's lost. He's not anything he's stuck between two worlds mm-hmm. where he can't be an evil vampire but he can't be with the humans yeah um and he's just been eating rats and darla's just like not into it until he's just like i promise i can be what you want me to be and Here- i think she gives in because it's yeah. like there are bad people too she's like well maybe you can just be bad yeah yeah I think she <laughs> hopes that. But like that's yeah. the thing for me too is like that he that he basically is like, well, I can't be an evil vampire anymore, but I also can't be a person. And like I don't know why that pinged me just now, but I did you watch the Obi-Wan show? Oh yeah. The one with um Ewan McGregor again? Yeah. I'm like, 
he was not like allowed to be a Jedi anymore. And he still managed to like be in society and like do stuff. And it's like, there are nighttime, yeah. there have been nighttime jobs forever. Like you could have been doing something <laughs> yeah. like I, you, you didn't have to seek redemption. Like that's not, that's not even what I'm asking. And I guess it's only been like a couple of months by the time yeah. that he finds her in China, because it's like still 1900, but, or I guess two years, I guess he got his soul in 1898. Yeah. Okay. So regardless, two years. regardless, I'm just sort of like, I don't really. It's interesting. I think it plays into his mindset because yeah. he needs to be the center of attention. So I think he couldn't because do Liam what Obi Wan did too. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Is like he the reason he couldn't assimilate into society because he could. Yeah. There's the the vampire in the episode one season one of Angel was assimilated into society. Yeah. Everyone mm -hmm. knew who he was. He was famous, he was wealthy, and obviously mm -hmm. he had the help of Wolfram and Hart, but like he was a part of society. So like yeah. Angel could just be working night shifts somewhere and just having a job and you know eating rats or whatever and just surviving or killing himself. Like he had these options, but he he didn't like that. And yeah. he was like, I need something more. And that's why he goes back to Darla, which yeah. is also like an interesting dive into who Angel is. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, and then we cut back to Angel uh, accosting Lindsay and wrapping a rope around his neck. I, I'd have to, you'd have to argue convincingly that Lindsay does not get off on this. Oh. <laughs> Lindsay's very into this yeah you <laughs> like you'd have to really try to convince me that he's yeah. not getting off on like try like really hard like harder even, than you've had to try to convince me of anything yeah because even darla earlier was just like you don't want to bang me you want to bang angel and he's like wait what <laughs> um, she's not wrong I, yeah i also angel hates him so much um Does and it's he? like i might I know. I think Angel's into this too. <laughs> They're both very into this. It's like, and let's like, try some erotic asphyxiation. <laughs> he even says, This is a trick. Just know I'll be coming back for you. <laughs> Hell, I just might be coming back for you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is this speaks something for me. Um, and then Angelus is looking for Darla. He finds a, a cowering family protects them, lets them live. We see they, they're they very purposeful that it's this big white baby carriage. Mm -hmm. So we remember it later. Um, uh, covered uh, in we... virginal lace. Like yeah. the, the <laughs> pure picture of innocence. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see we see a lot more of Darla's reactions in this side of the uh, Fantastic. stuff, which is so great. She's just staring him up and down. Um, well, and it's like it's from from literally the second that Spike says he killed a Slayer. She's like she hmm. she can tell from Angel's reaction. She can tell. Yeah. And I what I do find interesting is that Angel does even like since he has a soul now, but he does seem to be sad the Slayer is dead in a way that like he has a reverence for her life. That is a little astonishing, given the fact, like, given how we feel about his soul as Liam and everything. Like, I find that fascinating that he should have such a reverence for the life of the Slayer. Yeah. So suddenly. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. And then, and then we get the foursome shot of them walking. Um, I also think it's interesting because I think Angelus would have said, let's leave, I'm bored now. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it would have raised any eyebrows because I think Angelus would get bored of just chaos happening. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. 
him not being in control of everything, I think he would be like, let's fucking get at it, whatever. It's, it's much more Spike yeah. scene than it yeah. is his. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And so I think it wouldn't have raised any eyebrows had he not had a soul. I think they'd be like, fine, let's go do something else. Yeah. Um, but because he has a soul, Darla's like, well, and it's the, it's the same thing, too. It's like every line that we like already saw in Fool for Love is mirrored here. And so even when Drew says the whole it like I smell fear mm-hmm. and Darla looks at him because it's like he's the one who's afraid. Right. But it's also like I think the fear coming from that family that's still in the alley. And then Angel tries to cover it up by being like, well, the whole place reeks of it. And it's like, right. girl, it's coming from you. And, like- <laughs> yeah. and and also he had just told Darla that it's just bodies back there. And Darla yeah. can see that Drusilla's looking directly where uh-huh. she was like, what's back there? So I think yep. Darla, that's how Darla knew to go back there. 100%. Which is uh, interesting. And then so... Guys, guy, these guys are about to shoot Darla. They like throw her on the ground, and then we come back to the flashback. Darla accuses Angel of only. So this is the thing that I really want to talk about. Darla okay. accuses Angel. He's like, I've killed men. You've seen me kill men. So they've been together for a little bit, mm-hmm. and he's been killing people. And she's like, rapists and murderers, thieves and scoundrels. Did you think I wouldn't notice? She starts off by listing rapists, but then she continues to like thieves and scoundrels. I was like, this is not doing what you think it's doing. Like you just Mm -hmm. canonized that insold angel killed relatively innocent people. Like I don't care that they were scoundrels and stealing money. Who gives a shit? He's literally murdering all these people. It's like the the rapist and the murderers, fine. Kill as many of those as you want. But like just like a petty thief, like did you kill someone who stole bread from the market? (laughs) I was just thinking about Lame Miss. That's an innocent person. You know what I mean? It's like (laughs) if you see me stealing baby formula in the supermarket, no, you didn't. Like like, get get off, don't blow up my spot like that it was like it that it could have stopped there with like rapists and murderers and like you can yeah. have you can still have an argument like well he's still that's not his that's not his job to decide whether or not they need to die and you could have a whole argument but then as soon as she brings it to thieves and scoundrels i was like uh what that's not you enough st- <laughs> you saw them steal bread and went yeah, okay it's not time good to die <laughs> even if it's just like a pickpocket like a dickensian pickpocket yeah like, like that's not that's, That's not, not good enough. You you are yeah. telling on yourself that he's killing people as, as an insult vampire he's killing people who don't deserve to die right that's what that's what i was like the time hey writers i feel like you're not doing what you think you're doing like you're not you're not uh, admonishing him of guilt by yeah. saying oh well they were all bad guys because that doesn't they're work not all bad guys yeah, they're not all bad guys <laughs> Uh, so I think that's interesting that that's like legit canon. I feel um, like we were getting into a dicey place where one of us was about to say hashtag not all bad guys or something. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also interesting, too, because the argument often gets brought up where they're like, well, he only killed that one guy in the in the dream sequence where he was with Faith and he was showing like he locked the door and the guy was already going to die. He's like, no, he actually killed a lot of people nope. that yeah. didn't de- that didn't deserve to die. Whether or not they did something wrong, like they didn't deserve to die. Yeah. So it's pretty fascinating. Um, and then she tests him with the baby, and he says no. Okay. And- I have another thing to say here because like she's like you've only been killing like you said these quote unquote bad people and she's like if you're going to prove to me that you are still the Angelus that I know you will kill this baby. 
And I'm like, is there no middle ground? Yeah. Like, how about another, how about another, like, virginal, like, none, like, none prospect? There's nothing in between. It has to be an infant, like a tiny right. baby. The, like the hardest thing possible. But I guess that's her point. She's I like, guess. if you can't do this this awful thing that Angelus wouldn't have an issue with, mm-hmm. then I don't want to be with you. It's yeah. all or nothing for Darla. Which, I mean, um, also begs the question, like, how many babies a week were Angel and Darla eating? Yeah. <laughs> like, that that she should know that An- Angelus would not have an issue with killing a baby. How many how yeah. many babies were they eating? It's like, I don't know, like six months or a year ago. It definitely opens a door. It like, definitely like, opens yeah. a thought train that you're like, what the hell? But it just reminds you of like six months or a year ago or whatever. Richard Branson was like, well, now that I know how smart octopuses are, I won't eat them anymore. And I was yeah, like, how like, many uh, octopuses were you eating <laughs> that this is such a moral quandary for you? <laughs> Like, why did you need to make a statement about why, this? Yeah, why would you say that? It's ridiculous. Um, I've had octopus like two times in my life. And well, I know I'm not a billionaire, but I just feel like. He's like, now I won't do it anymore. I like, feel what? like you were having octopus once a day. If this is what you're I doing. Also, I also can't ever not think of the boys when I think oh, about God. somebody eating octopus. Well, I would worst. never eat a live one because they're yeah. sociopaths. And I That's know. crazy. Th- and they're aliens. And I know somehow they'd be able to psychically tell the rest of their brethren that I ate them alive yeah. and they'd come for me. But also, also I wouldn't want to eat anything alive. I don't want to feel it wiggling down my throat. Yeah, I've only God. ever had like grilled octopus tentacles and it's pretty good. Oh, oh my God. Um, so then uh, also, also I feel like vampires in general like i don't necessarily think they would have a problem with killing a baby but i feel like they don't necessarily feed on babies because there's not a lot of blood there yeah i just that's like that's like grabbing a bag of pringles or something like sure (laughs) sure (laughs) baby equals bag of pringles that has to be your art for this episode now you just have to (laughs) it's like the baby and then a bad little a little tiny snack pack of pringles oh god so bad or a can of pringles so the audience is just like there is no bag of pringles just put a can a little snack pack can of pringles as like an easter egg in your art for this episode that's (laughs) what i need you to do (laughs) <laughs> it's a baby carriage and just a can of Pringles inside of it. Yeah, oh, instead of a baby, it's like yeah. And perfect. literally nobody gets it except us until they listen until to Until they episode. listen to this episode in like a year. I, yeah. I'm gonna post it on my thing where I'm just like, this will make sense when you listen to another Buffy podcast. <laughs> um Angel shows up to save Darla from the men, and then Lindsay sees the guard was an actor mm-hmm. and he's very mad at Holland. Uh, he's upset because he thinks they want Darla and Angel to bang. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that he he knows Angel wouldn't. He's yeah. like he knows Angel would do the right thing, and like even if Darla wanted it, he'd be like, "That's not good." Yeah, won't happen. He's noble. He'll never take advantage of her. Not in this state. Not now. Um, although he does. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, he also. It's not that Angel has, but like. Darla's been having sex with him. Oh yeah, for sure. So, like, like it's our. I don't know what Lindsay's going on about. I'm like, this has already been happening. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's weird. Um, and then Angel investigations talk to Cordy. Talking. Oh no, talking to Darla. I don't know why mm-hmm. I wrote Cordy. Uh, Cordy doesn't like her calling him Angelus, which is yeah. funny. 
Um, and then this is, oh yeah, I just wrote, this is where Gunn starts to be there the whole time, which is this whole episode. Um, yeah. So basically, this is the thing I want to talk about from what you mentioned last episode that knocked me out of my chair, um, <laughs> which was Buffy questioning the idea of turning her mom yeah. uh, to save her. And and it doesn't necessarily mirror here because she doesn't know she's sick. She just wants to not feel this anguish mm-hmm. um, that she's feeling with her soul. And she wants Angel to turn her. And Angel's, Angel's like so like taken aback by mm-hmm. it. He's like, he couldn't even imagine. And he turns her down and she runs away and it's like, don't try to find me again. And I think that's, I yeah. think it's really fascinating because he thought like, oh, and it is what Wesley said. He's like, you didn't seek redemption. Yeah. You weren't out for three months and then we're like, I need to do what's right. It mm-hmm. took you literally a hundred years to do yeah. anything about it. Well, I also, what's interesting to me is like, I, because he, I think it's only because he is on this redemption path again. I think if he weren't, he might have done it because mm. as discussed, we know he has turned people since he's gotten the soul. We don't mm. know that in the show yet, but like you and I have that knowledge, like people who have watched it have that knowledge. So it's like, it's not even that he's opposed to turning people. It's just that he, I think what he wants to do is like help her emotionally work through yeah. the soul and like the guilt and everything. And she's like, no dude, I don't want to feel this way at all right. about any of it. Like, I just want to be what I was again. And it goes back also to the scene earlier where she's like, we're, Lindsay is calling her and she doesn't hear him because he's calling her Darla. And she's just like, is that who I am? I don't know. I don't know what I am. I wasn't that before. And then I was for a while. And then Angel killed me and I was finished. And like, what did you bring back? Like, you did this to me. And she just wants to be how she was. Right. And I kind of... I'm on her team about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just. <laughs> she didn't ask for any for of this. none of this. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I totally get where she's coming from, and I think Angel. I think you're right. I think if Angel wasn't on his redemption path, he might be like, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, he would, and he wouldn't even have to kill her. He'd be like, I don't care. And then um, we know that him, because they, they question it, but we know him turning someone doesn't give them a soul, which would right. be insane anyway. Yeah. Um, but I think it is. I think it's interesting because he. I think he does really dislike that nobody was there for him Mm -hmm. you know it wasn't that he spent a hundred years just like you know fuck this shit it was more like there was literally nobody who understood what he was going through that could help him through it and now he's like i am able to offer that to somebody and Mm -hmm. i want to do everything in my power to offer that because the only other options are kill darla Mm -hmm. or turn darla yeah right and he's not going to kill her that's a human being and he's not going to turn her because that's damning her to being Mm -hmm. a vampire again in his opinion um and so i think it is interesting for both of them like she's just like i didn't want this but put me back put me back to the way i was 100 percent. um and he's just like i don't want to do any of that i want to help you and and i love where they end up which is great yeah i can't wait for the upcoming episodes that's so good and then angel saves the baby in the flashback and the episode's over yeah i mean she runs out um and then that baby is Spike, and <laughs> I'm just that's like spreading misinformation. That's like negative amount of yeah. years that you need since that happened in 1900. Yeah, and yeah. he grabs Spike, Spike was and already a vampire travels. for 20 years. <laughs> 
ridiculous. Uh, it's great. Uh, but yeah, that's this episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Trevor Carley. And I'm with my other show, at So I'm Watching, or my personal account, at FiddleDD85. As always, do the things, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.